You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. The sun is shining for our first show of 2022, and Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, I'm still smelling roses, man. So I'm good. Let's start with that. We're going to have a complete show today. First, we're going to look back at the Rose Bowl, we're going to talk recruiting. We're going to let you know what's going on at the All-America Bowl down in Texas. And then we're going to take a quick peek at next season. But let's start by looking back, Dwayne. Ohio State emerges victorious in the Rose Bowl, 48-45. There are times when an offensive explosion of record-breaking proportions is done in a blowout. This was not the case. Every single point and yard was needed. As we sit here several days after the game, how are you feeling about the Rose Bowl? Oh, I'm, I'm just still pumped about it. I have been uh, uh, looking on YouTube for, uh, you know, a condensed version of the entire game to watch again. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's just, man, that was just something to watch. It was, I said before this game that, you know, we had to come to play. And um, the offense did for three quarters and the, and that was good enough. You know, and the defense did show up for the second half. I mean, look at the game Eichenberg had. Wow, did he make a statement that he's ready to be the guy in there. Uh, just, you know, just leave him in there. We don't need a whole lot of rotation. Just run that guy. Uh, leave him on the field. Leave, leave him and Chambers on the field. And uh, that's going to be – that should be the, the base defenses with those two guys. And then, you know, you, you look at – we saw next year's offense that the preview. What do we got to do? We got to find a couple of guys on the offensive line, but we saw what we should expect to see next year and played with, you know, uh, uh, just, just how magical was that to watch and to see how that team came back is when it went down uh, two scores and the defense just looked like it was not going to stop Utah. I was like, okay, we're not we're not going to come out of this, not the way we want to see it happen, but the defense uh, found its way around and and started to stop Utah, and the offense was just unstoppable. My lord, how, how C.J. Stroud got to go in next year, looking like the Heisman favorite. I don't care what's going on down at Alabama. Uh, he uh, guy down there doesn't have the weapons that we have, and these young guys stepped in. Um, and Jigba Smith looks like 
he could, when it's all said and done, uh, be the best receiver out of this elite core of receivers we had this year. He's just, he gets open, and uh, uh, the one thing, he, you don't have to throw it to him behind the defense. He will make people miss, and then he will outrun the defense. That's what makes him unique, you know, over um, uh, Alave is that he is just a kid that can take it and break it. <laughs> that's that's uh, That was just so impressive watching that. Um, there is just so much to be excited about next year. We've got a new guy coming in on defense that's going to, going to I think, have an impact. Uh, I got a long view coming up where I'm going to talk about um, uh, Noel some more. Uh, just a, a great Saturday. As, uh, a great Saturday, and you have to look at it this way, just as a football fan. What a wild, fun game that was to watch. That's something that you're seeing all over the place is the, the comeback, the, the heart that this team showed to uh, come back. Uh, Utah came to play. They didn't. They didn't. They were going to punch above their weight today, uh, Saturday. So um, seeing them come back like that, and just how much fun that game was to watch, as just a fan of the sport, uh, it was. It was one hell of a good, uh, good Rose Bowl. One, it's going to be a memorable one. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I think going into it, we all felt there was kind of this potential for negative publicity, given the fact that Ohio State. Before the game, the topic was more about opt-outs than anything else. They played a fantastically entertaining game on a national stage. Everybody was watching. And when you have guys step in like that and perform, it sends a message in the recruiting world as well that there's talent behind us and you're going to get a chance to play here and it may be on the biggest stage. You never know. So what could have been a negative vibe going into it, Utah's not exactly a glamour opponent. And all the negativity surrounding it from the opt-outs, like I said, turned out to be, as you sit here today, I think Ohio State improved its national vibe. I think if you took a poll right now, and I believe the same would be in Vegas, Ohio State would be the number three team in the country on a neutral field. I don't care what happened at Michigan. It's not snowing and we're not in your backyard. That wasn't the only good news we received over the weekend. The longstanding recruitment of Texas defensive end Omari Abor worked out in Ohio State's favor. He's going to still take some visits, but it does seem like Omari Abor will be slated to play for the Buckeyes. Your thoughts on the addition? Well, I guess that my feeling is now, uh, my big concern is keeping him now. He's been kind of, you know, all over the place. We were there all along, but, you know, he's been all over the place, and he's still going to take more visits. That that bothers me. Um, it's now hanging on to this kid. He vaults this. He's so good that he vaults this class from, uh, I would say, uh, average leaning toward uh, – you know, it, it just was not – it was a good class as far as the, the guys that we had. We just didn't get enough bodies in here. We didn't get enough elite guys in here. And then here here pops uh, one of the top five defensive ends in the country. Uh, kid's phenomenal football player. So um, that he vaulted up to good. And, you know, when you're talking about Hero Kanu, that makes it one of the – if we had him too – that makes it as good a defensive line classes as, as uh, I'm not going to say so much as last year. Uh, Sawyer and JTT are just um, 
a whole nother level. But these guys are great looking five star kids. And uh, we got uh, we got three and, and then you add Curry in there who 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 knows how good he can be. If he had uh, better measurables, he'd be a five star too. So um, uh, a boar hanging on to him changes the class and um, uh, adding Canu would vault it into uh, one of the better classes uh, since I've been doing this. So let's get to that. Haru Canu is in Texas. He's going to commit on Saturday during the All-American game. Steve Wolfong and Bill Kerlick are down there among a cast of thousands covering it. But like you said, if you add Hero Canoe and Amari Abel to the current fold, is it last year's haul? Probably not, given the fact you had Tyleek Williams and Mike Hall in that group as well. But back-to-back classes like that, those dudes, really does solidify your base up front and I think is going to be a very strong group. I also like the blend of talents, Canoe, Curry, and Abor would bring different skills to the table. Add those to the linebackers you've got. I would say defensively, it may be the class that kind of gets them back rolling to where they need to be. They also are in the mix for Carson Hinsman, an offensive lineman who is deciding between Wisconsin and Ohio State. Like I said, I hope he picks Ohio State. I got to see that one to believe it. He is down there at the All-American Bowl. He has not yet decided whether he's going to announce during the game or not. He speculated putting out a video, but it does sound like he has his decision made. We're going to take a quick break, come back, take a peek into next year. All right, we are back. We know some of the names for next year are going to be the same. The quarterback, the wide receiver, the tailback, a couple of the offensive linemen. The defense, that's a huge variable. I was talking to someone about this the other day. Given the fact you have new blood coming in to run the show, you could make an argument. They really only have one guy who's guaranteed to be a starter next year, and that's Denzel Burke. Obviously, Cam Brown and Ronnie Hickman, I would expect them to start, but who knows? What we're going to do today is Dwayne's going to give you his three Buckeyes that have to emerge next season for the Buckeyes to reach their full potential. Buckeye number one is? Paris Johnson has to uh, kick out the tackle and be the player we expect him to be. Got to have that left tackle. You have to have a left tackle that can consistently keep your quarterback clean. Um, The fact that he's in there at all at a position he's never played, that that says what kind of talent this kid is. Uh, But, you know, guard and tackle, two different things. And he has been an elite offensive tackle, at, at a high level in high school, I don't really have a great deal of worry, but you know, you still need to, uh, you know, you haven't had him at uh, doing a lot of elite pass blocking as a guard. He's going to have to kick outside and uh, get that leg kicked down, get those hands out and uh, sit his butt down and move. That's it's, it's, uh, you know, I would have tried to get him m- more reps game reps even this uh this past season considering your what you're asking him to kick from a guard to a left tackle like i said it's natural for him let's see how quickly he gains it again and uh, you know that's a key player you gotta have that left tackle man gotta have it he is inexperienced but he is the prototype he was the number one player at his position when he came out our hopes are high Obviously, there's going to be some growing pains, but I'm confident Paris can get it done. Buckeye number two. Buckeye number two is really, really the field. That's 
Dan, the safety position is a mess. It's a mess. And we got to get somebody to come in here and play both spots. Is you can't tell me that you're you're happy with Shaw in there. Don't don't try to tell me that you're being a uh, 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 flag waver. You, you, no, that's not good enough. And you lose uh, Lethan Ransom to in- injury, and he was not playing well anyway. We have a soup sandwich at safety. You know, you got Proctor coming back. Yep. But we still need to have three safeties in there. Uh, Knowles defense plays a lot of three safeties. So um, the safety position has to improve and it has to be clearly improved. This was not good enough. It was part of the problem this year. Safety has been an ongoing problem. So uh, we got to get those guys straightened around back there. And uh, that last line of defense. We haven't had uh, – Proctor was good, but the last time we were really outstanding at safety is when Fuller was back there. So that's too many years. we got to improve that situation. As a quick aside here, a player we did not appreciate enough when he was here was Jordan Fuller. I was watching the football game over the weekend. He is literally the leader of the secondary on the Rams. There was a fight between Taylor Rapp and Jalen Ramsey, and Ramsey was explaining himself to Fuller afterwards. So very impressive. That guy was wise beyond his years and one of those Buckeyes we didn't appreciate enough when he was here. But I digress. Don't be surprised to see the transfer portal used to fill those spots or at least create some competition in the back. There's some pretty well-known names in the portal. All right, let's finish with Buckeye number three. I agree with you on, on the portal. We, we may have to go that round as the guys, the options we have are ones that we are not happy with and a bunch of young guys. So um, that's definitely something I think we need to keep an eye on. Number three is going to be, again, the field tight end. Who's going to be the tight end here, Dan? I, I don't know who's going to be the tight end. I didn't see enough. We didn't see enough of um, the only tight end I remember seeing on the field Saturday was was Ruckert, and he's going to be uh, wearing a different uniform next year and playing on a different day. We've got uh, <clears throat> we've got Stover now. Look, he's like he's in there most of the time on defense, and he's really nice fit for that um, Jack position. There are a number of guys we have that are that are there uh you know that guy's got to be big enough to play with his hand in the dirt a lot but he's also got to be athletic enough to move around like a linebacker because he's going to be playing some linebacker um he's one of a number of candidates i don't know i don't know if we're bringing him back over to offense so that leaves the tight end spot wide open uh we gotta we gotta deal with that i got more to say on that and, and that long view I'm, I'm going to be putting up, <laughs> who's going to step into that role? Who's going to be the guy that can, can help on block on defensive ends? I, we, we got, those are some holes that got to be filled. And uh, the names are, well, uh, <laughs> names are ones we're not really familiar with at either tight end or safety. 
So, uh, you know, we're familiar with G. Scott, G. Scott because of him being a wide receiver that was an, an elite group of receivers that came in. But that's, that's about where this ends. We don't know where we got. So those three spots with, with uh, Johnson kicking out to <clears throat> tackle and some safety emerging and some tight end emerging, um, you have to think this, the, the coaches have an idea if they're just going to take their projected starter tight end next year and move him to linebacker just like that. So they must have some idea what they want to do, but it's we haven't seen it. So those are the spots I think we need to fill. Those are the uh, big questions that I have in my head right now. There will be tons of questions asked about next season. We will try and answer as many as possible. Keep it locked in here, Bucknutters. We have guys down in Texas at the All-American Bowl. Steve Wiltfong, Bill Curlick. Complete coverage up until the game on Saturday. When you're going to find out where Hero Canoe is going, we might find out where Carson Hensman's going. It'll be a thrill a minute. Keep it locked in. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Bye.